doing the college tips. Welcome to the 15th episode, season three of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. Yes, this is your 15th episode. There was no episode last week because your boy was feeling under the weather. I'm still not 100% right now. So the fellas is here today to help pick up some of the slack for me. And we got our usual great guest here. From the A, Mr. Dub K, sweating all day, Gene Hopkins. I'm sorry, did you say something, Gene? Did he say something? I Are you f- muted, Gene? <laughs> he, I think he might be muted. He's right, doing, there, there, there you go, there. There you go. Let's see if that light off. up. When you press it there, before, it lit up. There it goes. Nope, you can't hear anything. Nah, still... Nah, nah, I still can't hear you. But we trust that he'll be joining us nah. at some time oh, during the show. De- it's that 95 degree weather. That 95 degrees. Uh-oh. Was that a middle finger you put that? What? Are you talking about my mama? I can't. I can't what? Are you... All right. Eddie from, from Detroit. Mr. Uh, he's coming back again. From Detroit. Home of City Wings. Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down right. to get you some, baby. Come get you some. Come what get up, you dog? Some. What up? And Gene's back. Can you hear me? Now we can hear you, there Gene. There you go. We got you. Okay. Damn, I almost passed out up in this bitch. <laughs> I believe it. What is the heat there? It's like 96 today? Something like well, that? you talking about the heat I'm smoking or you talking about the heat outside? Because uh, both of them is motherfucking hot, goddammit. Dynamite! But <laughs> <laughs> what you tasting there right there? What you tasting? This right here? This year right here? This is uh, Skywalker, but I dipped. <coughs> I melted some diamonds and put it on there. If you know what diamonds are, that's like a dab. It's a concentrate. Uh, okay. okay. So I had a little, I had a little pile that dried out, and so, uh, so yeah, you know, I'll be shifting into uh, gear Saturn in a minute, oh, around yeah. in Pluto, you gotta <laughs> landing show me. on motherfucking Mars. <laughs> you gotta show me how to do that because I actually have some samples, and from San Diego, home I think it of means the whale's vagina. I think it does mean that home of the one and only. Huh? San Diego, you know, the home of Ron Burgundy, Mr. Robert Brooks. Hey, the bridge that he kicked Baxter off is right over there, right, right out the window from me. There you go. Stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy. We're actually recording a little bit earlier today than our normal 9 o'clock at night. Not that you motherfuckers would know at home, but we're actually recording a little bit early because Rob is pre-gaming before his game. You get ready to run across that bridge, eh, Rob? Hope they hey, don't, man, you got to get that check. Hope get that check, baby. Hope they don't tackle you like you stole something, brother. But they know you. I don't got to worry about that, Holmes. I don't got to worry about that. <laughs> they, they already tried it once today. They did not go well. Did not go well. So Did not go well for them. Well, just in case there you're... This, a, uh, there, was this per- there was this human at the bottom of the escalator, mm. and he pulled the... I'm sorry, sir. I, that's only for members of the. Uh, and I flashed my thing. Goes. Well, I don't think it's going to be open, though. I don't think it's going to be open at this point. I'm like, it's good. I've been there already. Mm. And he just uh, kept moving. Wow. Well, just in case there are any Caucasians out there in the United States of America that might accidentally run into Robert and try to stop him from getting access to some place where he's going to have access, I would suggest you don't do it. But guess what? You're going to do it anyway, so we're just going to laugh at it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we got laugh tracks now? That was was actually one of the more tamer experiences that you've actually explained to me today, Rob, because I know there are worse ones. Uh, There are far worse ones, but, you know, they... That'll leave me alone. It's better just to leave me alone. Yeah, it is better to leave you alone. You are what they would call ornery. You're like you're like the Kyrie Irving of of Major League Baseball. They just don't like you because of the fact that you do whatever the hell you want to do. That's right. I'm back on my Kyrie shit. 
I'm back on my Kyrie uh, shit. So, Unbelievable. So, uh, fellas, this has nothing to do with anything, but, you know, it's one of the things that you encounter when you spin around and you don't pick your hotels with it. Ever. So I'm here at this lovely hotel in San Diego, hmm. and the bathroom has plantation shutters that open into the bedroom. Hmm. And no glass or anything. Hmm. So basically, anything that goes on in there will be heard out here. Hmm. Huh? Is that? Wow. I guess that's what they call the that's San Diego experience. Box. You just explained. Like, I think the they sun. want everybody to be able to. The San Diego They want everybody to be able to see the see the water and whatever you know. Be able to see outside, like when you're sitting in the bathtub, so you can see outside to you know admire the ocean. Hmm. San Diego Bay, I guess. Make it steamy uh, here. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm not really I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I had a, I, we they used to have this dude to work with us, and whenever he would have guests with him on the road. Mm-hmm. If you were his neighbor, you'd get a knock on your door at weird hours of the night because he'd be like, yo, I got to drop a deuce, man. I can't do it. I got company. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and so he'd come in, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and he, would come wow. in, he would come into your room to drop a deuce because he didn't want his company. He'd really hated his rooms. Wow. How old are we? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in his he was in his forty upper forties at that point. Yeah, that motherfucker would have had to be directly responsible for my salary before I let him in my goddamn room to drop one. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I always said okay because I thought it was a better story. Oh, okay. <laughs> like if you send if you send if you send him packing. And that's sort of the end of the deal. Yo, this dude, he knocked on my door to take a dump. I told him to get packing. It's you're not, not a great story. You're not telling Jeez, America about right. it right now. You're not telling America about it right now. Exactly. You're right, Rob. That's foresight. That is absolutely foresight. <laughs> so, fellas, I'm not going to even drag you into this Kyrie Irving thing today. At least not yet. We've got a whole hour. I'm going to be angry about it. Little... We, uh-huh. we only talk about champions on this show. Well, he did win the championship. He did win the championship. It's it's the general manager of the Nets that hasn't won a championship, or actually, he did as no, a no, bench no. player. No, no, I I, w- I was watching. I watched Steph the Chef do his thing. I didn't see Kyrie anywhere on the court. We're only talking about winners today. Oh, we're only talking about champ, winners huh? today. Current oh, champions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Somehow I think even, it, even when he won, I think that was that was more a function of a. Uh, Number twenty three on his team. I, I don't. Nah, I, I think you have to watch that game over again. Kyrie scored the points and and what you call it. And LeBron played the D and just like he just. But Kyrie, Kyrie lit a fire. Ky, Kyrie actually, he he did what he did on the reservation and he lit a fire underneath Steph Curry's ass that year in 2016, and he continued to burn him until there was nothing but ash left. That's the way that one went down. But, you know, it is what it is. I I just want to talk about stupid organizations later, but we'll get into that later. How do y'all feel about this open carry in New York? Now, you know, like Grant. Man. Gene. Look. Rob. We can carry. We can open carry right now in New York City. How do you feel? That ain't gonna last long. That ain't gonna last long. That might be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of. (laughs) So... When I, I love so, it. So Michigan, <laughs> Michigan is an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Michigan is an open carry state. Um, and it's, you know, in the city, it's not a big deal. If you go out into the country, that's when you generally will see it. Um, but I got to, so th- here's my question though. So I got a CPL, so I got to, I carry concealed. Mm-hmm. Right. So you good? Can I can I carry concealed in New York now? According to the to the Supreme Court, nah. yes. But I don't think that nah. I don't think that the governor of New York is going for that. I don't think the governor and the citizens. Nah, of New York I mean, are the whole deal for is for it all to travel from state to state, right? Yeah, but I don't think that it's going to actually work that way. I don't think they're going to allow that to go down that way. Okay. So, what's that? Is that oh, playing some? Who's playing well, the jazz? What happened? That, that Grant, Grant sitting in oh, yeah. a, a haunted house. All kind, all kinds of things just went off my phone. Yeah, so like every, everything just started. So you know oh, that, 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 that sounds like that might be a cold red. 
They're gonna be. But what I'm what I'm saying is, it, it this it wasn't wasn't uh like for me to be able to just go across the country with my CPL. Wasn't that the whole? Isn't that like part of the impetus for this whole piece? Well, the impetus of the whole piece know. is to allow people from Oklahoma to come to Manhattan and open carry in the middle of Manhattan at 11 and 12 o'clock in the morning and basically at in the evening and basically agitate people. You know, that's what they that's what the real intention was. I just find it odd because these are states that and countries that have been complaining their entire lives about city folks coming in and corrupting their towns with all their niceties and stuff like that. And then now all these country folks is now going to be coming into the cities with open carry There ain't permits. no way they're going to let that fly. That, you're saying that's, that has passed and it is now legal for open carry in New York? Yeah. It has yeah, passed the Supreme Court. Really come, it generally takes some time. They're not really going to come, though. You don't think they're going to come? You don't think so? No. Because they, no. Open carry people don't, they don't come to Detroit. I mean, like I said, Michigan is an open carry state, but they don't open carry in, in Detroit. No, nah, but what I about mean, yeah? What about regular city folks open carrying and then shit get popped off because people get jitters and shit? So now that's the real joint. That's the real shit right there. Because right. you got people, you have people that now are gonna be are gonna be whether they're legal or not, they're gonna be putting those like posters on their hips and like. I don't like it. I don't like any open carry anyway. It's just like you know, at the end of the day. Uh, I, you know, I, I was sitting in a restaurant in, in Georgia. I, one time I was here, I don't know, some years back. And, man, this guy just, you know, coming there with a goddamn gun on his hip and shit. It was a kid, you know. And it was like, for what? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you're looking for shit when you got that. When you, when you got that heater on you, you are looking for some shit subconsciously. Uh you know, even intentionally, whatever, but you're looking for some shit, man. Mm-hmm. And you're looking to be able to handle it with that tool. It's a, it's a mindset. So we'll see, you know, it's, it's whatever, I guess, you know, it'll cause for some exciting news. Rob, maybe, it's, maybe it's part of the population control agenda. Rob, what do you think? <laughs> and I'm not crazy about the idea. It's like Gene was saying, like when you have that, you know, when you, when you get into something with someone, you know, you start to go through your options. Right. If that's option one, there's going to be a lot of bad outcomes. Yeah, because you know my Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse is a good example. You know, but that's that. That's also that, you know, that crazy, you know, the explaining and the, the alibiing that they do for folks who look like him. Um, because there's no way you can go out, claim that you're protecting the property in a state in which you don't live in and walk around fully armed and shoot two people and be like, it was self-defense. You were an instigator, my man. You were part of the problem. Like doesn't even know it. They wouldn't even bother them if he didn't have that gun. Probably. Exactly. Well, if the law says, if the law says that you were not an instigator, then you're not. And that's what they're going to... And that's really what it's going to well, come down to. The law, if you're the law black, reads differently for different people. Right. If you're black and you walk around with that, you're going to probably be the instigator. And you shoot somebody. If you're white, you're probably not the instigator. Well, if you're black, they probably surround you a hell of a lot earlier and ask you a thousand questions to make you think, even if they let me go at the end of this, this is probably in a good space for me to be in. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just one of them dudes who just want, who just needs to be confrontational, mm. or you just want to be liked, yeah. by, or you, know, you want to be liked by that crowd, from Jump Street, or you want to be liked by that crowd, and you're going to come coming back live from channel, coming live from <laughs> Channel Five, a gunfight. <laughs> We're here live, you know. The, you know, in LA, it's car chases. I get an alert on my phone when there's a car chase. They got the same shit in New York for gunfights and shit like that. It, uh, or shootings, they're going to have live events uh, where they send you the signal via app to your phone so you can watch it live. That's the way it's going to be going down. And the, uh, that shooting on South Street in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, part of the problem with that shooting is it it was some dude who was uninvolved. Two other people get into a tussle. One of them pulls out their gun. This third party pulls out his and just starts Hero. firing off shots. Hero. Yep. <laughs> right. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, so, so this is what I what I think. I think that people, uh, lawmakers typically think that when open car- when people open carry, because you can see that they have a gun, they I think that they believe that you're less likely to start some shit. But with this cultivation of weaker people that we have done, our population has shifted so that now the weakness is the fucking, that's, that's the jump off. You know what I mean? Like they immediately go for the weak thing. The weak thing is to pull the gun and shoot. The strong thing is to try to deescalate in my opinion. In your opinion. And that's the way. So we, when you, right. Well, when you get the license, when you get the CPL, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the training is that, or part of the legal aspect of it is that, you know, there has to be a threat and it has to be a tangible threat. It can't just be, Oh, I thought, well, for me, it can't just be, Oh, I thought some shit was about to happen for me. It gotta be some shit is going down. You know what I mean? Maybe for the Kyle Rittenhouse of Kyle Rittenhouses of the world, Maybe it's just the oh, I thought maybe some shit was gonna jump off, so I shot, and maybe he can get away with that, but I can't. Well, if you're in if you're in Texas and you're at Uvalde Elementary School and you see something jump off and you try to jump in there, it's not gonna make much of a difference. The police are gonna still tell you to stand down. They're gonna de-escalate that situation if, even if there's a live shooter going on right there, even if your wife. Is the is a teacher in the school, and is in danger, so you won't get to say goodbye to her. That's what's going to happen, and I just find it interesting that we were talking about it. Like you and me, Gene um, Grant, we had the conversation like this week on that app, and we were talking about how during these schools, during that school thing, that they basically. De-escalated. They didn't allow anybody to go in there. And as a result of what we're seeing of all these shootings and all the things that are going on, despite everyone marching for the past couple of years to defund the police, what we're actually seeing is we're seeing more police being hired. So you've got open carry. Mm-hmm. you got more police being hired. You know, what exactly is the mix here? How safe do you feel like do you have to really feel? You know, and really the difference between whether or not you're safe is whether or not, like you said, the escalation is a part of the is a part of the training for the guns. You know, we can't de-escalate ourselves with conversation. Right. You know, so are we really any safer at this point? I don't see us being any safer. I see it as being more of a problem. Well, conflict resolution is a problem across the board. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you got a you got a whole generation of, of people that have been watching reality television for as long as they've been born. You know, the twenty somethings of the world, they've been watching reality television since they were able to watch television. And in reality television, there is no de escalation. Everything is escalated. So when you when when that's the template that you see, you know, your natural instinct is to escalate. So you, you know what I mean? So now you get these people. So now you get these people permission to open carry. Yeah, the answer it's, it's a recipe for disaster. The answer is guns and ammunition to that. That's what we're going to make that. That's how we're going to make that even better. I don't see where we're going. You know, we have half of the country right now. Have you guys watched any of these hearings on Capitol Hill? We love the insurrectionist here and everything. And I got to tell you that Gene, you missed the last episode. But you would have loved the fact that, and I can tell you right now, we've sold at least 50 to 70 pairs of Shaman Ass Chaps online right now. Thanks to Eugene. They're hot in the streets, bro. They're definitely hot in the streets. They're hot in the streets. They're hot in the streets and they're hot between the sheets. You came up with that shit. Hot between the cheeks. (laughs) Hot between the butt cheeks. Shaman Ass Cheeks. Come and get you some. 1995. But... You know, have you been, have you guys been watching any of these insurrection trials to find out exactly who's? I mean, it's not as if it's really a big secret. You know, we already know what's going on. People are very upset about the fact that they're even continuing to even. You know, what's the point? We know we did it. 
Why have right. a trial? That's the way it sounds to me. Is that the way it sounds to you? Rob? Has... You mute it. You mute, you mute it. it. Uh, that's the way they're trying to spin it. You know, it was no big deal. Like, it was just a gathering. Like, what? Well, I didn't spend a bunch of friends like a barbecue. We know we did it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the spin. Yeah, they, they all know they did it. It wasn't, it wasn't really a big deal. It was a big deal. No, uh, just a little small gathering. My heads are going to roll behind this, though. Oh, uh, you think so? To. Have to. I don't see. No, no like one... this. If they don't, if they don't. Uh, behind the excuse, the only excuse that they can, you know, you already hear some of the folks saying, well, you know, punishing them won't change anything. You know, it'll only embitter the other side and, and create further divide. But if you don't, you embolden them. Learn the lessons of Germany. Right. Like how? You know, why Germans have plaques everywhere about the Holocaust. Why? Because they know if you if you do not address it, it will happen again soon. Yeah, I, I don't see how that works. Gene, like, you know, you have a feeling about that? Have you watched any of this whatsoever? I'm talking about, I'm talking not, not near glimpse of no. this bullshit. No. Uh, because I really don't give a shit what the fuck they do. You know, uh, it's all, it's all a, uh, what do you call that? Charade? It's all a sideshow right now. It's a charade. It's smoking mirrors. It's all that. I mean, Whatever with that bullshit. I mean, they should have been laying bodies out that day, period. Mm. And because that didn't happen, when I when that didn't happen, ain't shit gonna happen. I mean, they laid one lady out to try to come through a window and caught a hot one. Mm-hmm. But but besides that, you know, they got mowed over. They the motherfuckers, was, it was police officers in the goddamn crowd, you know, <laughs> on <All> duty. <right. laughs> Pushy with the rioters or ex-police, this, that, all type of military enthusiasts uh, or, or, you know, patriots, so to speak. Man, I don't, man, whatever. I, you know, I, I have to keep reminding myself at times that it's two, it's two birds of the same, it's two, fe- two, two wings, wings of the, the same, same bird. fucking bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two wings of the same fucking bird. So, I mean, it's whatever. It all boils down. The root of this is this. White people are not, are, 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 are saying, look, you can spend this any way you want, but we are not for the takeover right now. We are not for the watering down right now. We are not for the the the, the rule. Uh, what do you call it? Rule of law. They dismissing the rule. Rule of you, law. It, well, no, we're just the rule changing. We're uh. not for the rule changing right now, you know. And they just don't, they just won't say it, you know, and just come out and say, "Look, we want to continue to have our privilege." And it's and and we're willing to kill you motherfuckers to get it, and we're willing to kill each other to get the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's what you know. Just come out and say this shit. You know, and let's start healing. <laughs> listen, listen, boy, listen, boy. We do the same job, but if I get paid the same amount of money as you. I'd have to live next door to you. And trust me, you don't want that. So let's just all heal right now. And you go ahead and (laughs) get that bail for me. That's what you're saying. That's the way it's going. Same amount of money. Motherfuckers is lollygagging. Mm. Lollygagging. I mean, just goofballing this shit, man. But uh, I've seen him do it for years. I mean, duly elected. hearings. Duly elected. Any hearings. Duly elected? What you mean? You know, when you win the election, duly elected? Nah, we can't have none of that. Because you see, what's happening is there's more of y'all than there is us right now. And that number is only going to get worse. And I'm too lazy to fuck my wife. And besides, she's not so ugly. She's not so pretty anymore. So let's just say we're going to go ahead and make it legal for us to carry these guns into the job in the workplace. And anytime you start to get too angry. <laughs> then we gonna yeah, balance, yes, yeah. sir, boss. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, boss. Mm. <laughs> That's where it starts. Mm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm. You Controversial. Mean you, let, you, you mean you let, you let me go today? Mm. You let me go? 
Yes. Oh, yes, shit. We are That's actually, how y'all going to do me? That's actually, how y'all going to do me? <laughs> actually, we are letting you go. And as we let you go, I just want right you to back. look. I want you to look to your left behind the building where my cousin, Bo, Luke, my half-breed cousin, <laughs> Willie, and Willie, too, are going to be waiting for you to escort you home through the field. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to have a SWAT team on standby for exactly. fire. Exactly, right, right outside yeah. the office door. <laughs> right. Mm, right outside the office door. That's a, that's a new paid service that your local municipality provides for you now. Okay, mm. you can call ahead of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a yeah. paid detail. You have the boys here with the AR-15s, just in case you know somebody want to get froggy over here. We're gonna even it out one way yeah. or the other. One way or the other. Those numbers, those numbers, they gonna come right. We're going to get those numbers right one way or the other. Don't be going out of here talking about you ain't committing no crimes. Because I determine what crime is. I'm determining what crime is. What what is the silver lining? What's your silver lining? (laughs) Yo, the silver lining is that, you know, if that time comes where, you know, there's a there's a stronghold of unity that, that snaps into folks. Hey, you ain't got to get ready if you're ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. And look, and you look, there's a possible win scenario there, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's the silver lining, you know? <laughs> mm. Well, you're, you're talking about violence, and there's a lot of people within the well, minority what community. What is their gun except for violence? Well, listen, you're talking about a lot of people who are minorities. Like Grant and I, we had a conversation this week. The day after I said I was going to do, I did that quick thing, and then the only one who came on was Grant, and we jumped on that app. And we had that brother who came on the app, and he was saying, what did he say? He said, nonviolence is the way to go, right? He said, we all, we all want nonviolence. Right. You know, there's no way we're going to have any type of progress if it's not... You know, while it's while, you know, violent activity rules the day. And I'm just sitting here after I get done today watching this. Um, you know, I didn't even watch today, but I did flip through the trial and everything. And, you know, after watching these numerous thousands of hours of these nonviolent white people who are really just joking. <laughs> they're just joshing. They were just joshing. Right. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. All in fun. Going through things. And like, you know, they believe, they honestly believe that nonviolence is the way. But this is just them kind of getting the steam off, I guess. Getting some steam off and everything. Working some working their way through some stuff. But the point of but the point of the conversation was that I was like and even Grant and Grant agreed. I believe at the time that we were talking about the SNCC back in the 1960s and the Black Panthers and Malcolm X and all those people. And like a lot of people don't realize that the reason why the nonviolent movement was what was put forward, which was Martin Luther King Jr., is because the threat of the violence back there with the shotguns, the brothers with the shotguns, you know, nowadays it would be a little bit different because now you're looking at a Mexican standoff. And that would basically be it. And I don't mean to make it bring Mexicans in this in a bad way, even though I do have a joke. But I'm going to leave that one alone. Not you. (laughs) No, I'm not going to leave that one alone because I was watching on television on Fox. That was another thing I mentioned on TV. It was very interesting that they had on Fox instead of showing what was going on in Washington, D.C., they were talking about the police and everything. And they had one Mexican guy who was the perpetrator, and the other police officer was a Mexican guy who had gotten shot. So, you know, how do you tell which one is the bad one if they both have guns? Who's the bad guy? There was a a shooting, and I'm going to forget what city it was in. I want to say it was Denver. But armed civilian, there's a, a robbery attempt, armed civilian... Uh, comes upon this robbery attempt, good pulls out his gun. piece, takes down good guy with a gun, takes down the bad guy. Cops come in, take down the good guy because they don't know who the good guys oh, are. Yeah. The bad guys, all they know is. Right. And D- DPD tried to bury this for over a year. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And then finally got caught. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all, y'all tried to cover this up nicely, but it ain't going to work like that. 
Because everybody, that's, you're gonna see more of that stuff. Everybody claims to want to be a good guy with a gun and everything. Being a good guy with a gun, being an open open carry is not good. You know, it's not it's not necessarily safe. It just gives you a, the way I see it. The one one of the reasons why I never thought that open carry was a safe way, especially not for me and everything per se, is that as soon as something goes on, who's nervous? White guys are already nervous. Because, like, you know... You're 6'3". Huh? Hold on, man. Can you imagine... Hold on. You're walking down a crowded goddamn Broadway or 42nd Street or any of them goddamn streets in in Manhattan. A crowded street with a a strap holstered on your side. You don't think you're an easy target? I'm talking about you the easiest target. Trying to tell you. I'm telling you, somebody in front of you give you... Just do whatever, throw chop, whatever. Just jump at your ass while somebody, the next man is taking your shit right off your hip. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it doesn't. It, 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 you can't be an easier target to people who are really about it. And in yeah. New York, the city of millions and millions of people, there's some, ooh, dudes there's some people who are about it. And I'm talking about they are out and about. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it would... I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, in one hand, I think it's it's crazy. In the other hand, we have that's who we are. That, that's who we are. We are a gun country, and we are a bunch of wild ass sports fans <laughs> in the country right. with guns, man. That's who. That's what we. That's the American way. And so, if it's good for one, it's good for all. And then you just let, you know, then the fallout will tell you, oh, uh, maybe we should rethink this shit. It's only uh, a matter you know, because well, it's only a matter of time before some before a tailgating incident at like, you know, college football down there in the south and everything. I don't know if that'll be it, but professional football, I could definitely see that happen at an NFL stadium someday. You know? Oh, yeah. They'll have a lot of no-gun zones, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to. But who's yeah. going to adhere exactly. to that? But then, but, then, but then you're going to have, you know, then those fools will be out there stomping and screaming, you know, they're, they're violating my civil rights. This right. is America. Right. America. Right. I got the right to carry. You'll see some dude standing there, like, he'll, he'll be beating it. Like, he'll, he'll have it on his hip. I got the right to carry this right here. This is my right. You can't deny me my rights. And until my else going to come up it. and put one in his ear, pop. Because that motherfucker's just too excited. And it's just a matter of time before he gets somebody else. You know, most of these cats, they're not even ready for that either. You know, they've never... I'm telling you this, man. Everybody, think, everybody, think, everybody thinks they got what it takes when it goes down. But I'm going to tell you something. Right. Shit. 49 out of 50 probably don't. Yo, that, that <laughs> even the people we pay to do that, like how many uh, police shootings do you see? Where they yeah. fuck off 12, 15 shots. Two of them strike pe- the assailant. The rest right. of them are people's cars, people's houses. Right. Them people in uh, Texas was good old tobacco chewing, good old military country boys. Or, you know, men with guns and vests and everything else. They were shook. Hell yeah. We say. They were shook because it's all talking to that day. And then that day you start thinking about everybody around you and shit, I can't die today. You know, ain't, ain't nobody hero. <laughs> well, you know? you know, I still, like, you know, if we talking about that again, I I can't help but think that that boy, that he's related to somebody that's bad. Because they were acting like they were afraid to touch him. They were acting like they were afraid to, like, it was just like just finding out. Because they automatically, they knew who he was right away. They knew who he was. And then how the fuck First does he get $10,000 at 18 years old to buy two guns back to back? Like, and then right over there by the border. What the hell is he into? What's the actual story there? That's what I want to know. I want to know what the actual story is. I tell you, cowards and bullies thrive on having the upper hand. When they knew they was in a school with somebody that didn't give a shit about nothing so bad he was killing kids and stuff, they didn't have the upper hand. And now nope. that's when you determine whether you, whether you have a hero or not, mm. a brave, brave man or not. When they don't have the upper hand and they go into it, that you know what I'm saying? All that other shit where it's six of y'all motherfuckers with AR-15s on a person and you win the fight, 
you're a coward in my estimation. You yeah, know, you're, it, you're a sniper it, across the street with a with right, a laser scope. And, and so everybody everybody is that until they get into the shit, and then you know the real shit. You know you don't have the upper hand. Then you turn into shit. I, I guess prison might be the best example of that. A lot of these thugs go to prison, and you know what they turn into? <laughs> you mm. don't have the upper mm. hand no more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for him, on, especially on. if they go in that day and they happen to be wearing their shaman ass chaps on the way in, <laughs> they might be cutting too good of a picture yeah. as they're walking in. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, come out. They go get Sheila. The, they they L- gonna get the upper hand. They gonna get the lower pole. Exactly. <laughs> well, it is still LGBTQ month, and since we didn't have our since we didn't have our episode up last week, our interview with Carlos ran for like ten days and everything, which was like very good. It was very interesting. You guys, did you did you listen to it, Grant? You laughing? Yeah, did you listen to the episode? It was no, very no. interesting. I'm, la- I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the transition, or yeah. at least my, the perceived transition in my mind that you was talking about prison <laughs> shaman ass chats today. You mentioned that it was Jesus. that is uh, Pride Month. Well, listen, like, it just it just was wild in my in my yeah. mind. It was wild, but bro. This is just good radio. I mean, I, this is good radio. Would you agree, Ryan? That's a good I want to get. I want to have a shot machine right here. I want to have a gunshot sound machine right here, so that I, I could press the button for shots fired. When okay, I hear it, you know. when, so you, when you I catch one like Grant right there, we'll have to get something like that. But like you know, what I'm going to get to is like we're going to get back to Mr. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, we didn't get to cover him during our show, but he actually turned down the opportunity to have his high school named after him because he felt like they just didn't get it as a result of um, the whole incident where he went to the school and they were yelling him down and things of that nature. And he felt like, you know, the students didn't get it. And since they didn't get it, he didn't want the name to be changed to his name. He he donated the money for teacher salaries. He kept them going, kept them afloat. And, you know, those students who haven't made a single dime, they're benefiting from that. But... They're just like still, there's still controversy. And I was reading a comment online, and this is what I really want to get at. I read a comment online where somebody said, well, you know, Dave Chappelle just got attacked and stabbed and like threatened to be stabbed by somebody from the trans community, and he still doesn't get it. Whew. Mm. I'm like, damn. Like, you know, and your daddy probably knocked you upside the head one day for switching and sashaying too far. And you still didn't I, get it, did you? You know Can I say what I don't get? They don't people don't people don't understand this. Yeah. Go ahead. People don't understand this. Is this. What they, I don't get. That shit don't work. How the fuck did Black Music Month become Pride Month? Mm. That's that's what I wanna know. How the fuck did Black Music Month become Pride Month? That's that's all I I wanna know. Mm. They needed the space. They needed the space. <laughs> you know, no. well, the priority, look, the priorities are, are, are clear. <laughs> personally, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that there's one. There's only 12 months. There's only with so much space for them. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, let them overlap on another month, though. But I, I just don't, I don't yeah. get how marginalized groups don't understand that the same tactics that you're complaining about being used against you being used against other people is not the answer. <coughs> Running up on Dave Chappelle and threatening to fucking stab him because you disagree with what his point of view is or <coughs> really, honestly, a lot of times it's just they haven't, the context is wrong. I just don't get it. What am I missing? But isn't this, isn't this, isn't this sort of the American way though? Like, I don't like what you're saying, so you got to go. Isn't, isn't that kind of the American way? You're, you're against. Hell yeah, since, since, since inception. Right. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're against way. what I'm about. You're against what I'm about, so I got to take you off of here. That's pretty much what it boils down to. 
Man, that's, why don't we talk about the example our country set when it comes to handling shit like this? Like, I mean, that's we should always refer to that. It is the American way, Grant, because right. we did set it. I mean, shit. I mean, we we beat shit. We physically, we physically force shit into place. That's our that's our theme. Modus operandi. That's 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 what we live by. We physically force things into shit. We handle shit through force if we cannot get it resolved with words. And the right. person with the person with who's most skilled at force is the one who gets his way. That's the example set since inception. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that I think I'm surprised that people are surprised. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the, it's the history of what we've seen. I don't think, I don't so, think I was surprised as much as I was disgusted. Like really, and truly, because it's like it's like these people. Nobody's learning any lessons. It's like you're saying the same. You're saying that you're oppressed and everything, but let's do to our oppressors what they just did to us. You know, and it's not just that community. It's not just that community. It goes. This happens in other communities too. But I was just like, and I'm sitting up here and I'm listening there, and they're thinking like, you know, and they're talking as if like that's morally the right thing to do. That's a morally superior thing to do is to go ahead and like, you know, you know, well, damn, it's like as if they were saying, well, damn, next time they should make sure that they stab him all the way through. Make sure they get him. You know, disgusting. Right. It's disgusting. You, you're you not learning anything. You are exactly yeah. you are exactly what your oppressors made you out to be. There's no possible That's the mob mentality of America. It's the mob well, mentality of America. You know what I mean? We can't, I, I can't whoop you. If if I'm alone, I'm going to be quiet. But mm-hmm. if it's 10, if it's 10 of me, if it's one of you on one of me, I'm probably just going to shut the fuck up. But if it's 10 of, if it's 10 of me and one of you, now we, we full of rah-rah now. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's just how it works. Like, you well, know, and, and, I mean, I mean, and this, all of this other shit is just on, online, so it's the cyber gangster shit too. Yeah, Rob, you got a smirk on your face, man. Way, way, way too much of the cyber gangster shit. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fueling a lot of this right now. It's really easy to sort of stand up and say, you know, you know, I I'm for this. All you do is click a button. You know, there's no mm-hmm. skin in the game. You click a button. Oh, you know, there's a million people who are behind this. You got to We got to We got to stop that. Look, two two million people on Facebook said that's no good. We got to. And these companies react to that crap. Like, yo, let people. It, it, you should not be able to affect anything unless you got some skin in the game. Unless you're willing to put, you know, at least get out there and march. You know, mm-hmm. you got all these social justice warriors, you know, in front of their keyboard. Like, it just. You know, all all social media makes me wonder what the heck is going on with this country. There's a lot. Yeah, there's there's so much that could be done, uh, you know, including March. But I mean, just your your spending habits, uh, your what you're giving your attention to, uh, you know, just your reading habits, all those things. If you improve all that shit and everything else, what was the last thing you're you doing did? your part? Your habits? Reading. reading. You can't. These people can't <laughs> read. They can't they read. read Instagram. I'm just saying it's act, it, that, that, that's <laughs> activity. That's activity too. It can't be, you know, uh, uh, activism. You well, know, here, depending on what you read. Well, here, well, I'm saying you could do it. I don't believe no, you could. Don't be doing this shit, but you know they could do it. You know. Well, here, right. here's the thing. Here's the thing, Gene. Like, I, I think my one of the reasons why, like, you know, I know y'all laugh when I say Kyrie Irving, but I really like Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving is a one. He's an individual. Right, all the stuff has been going on, and you look at this guy's Instagram. You know where he is? He's on the reservation, hanging out, and everything, Una- doing unassuming things, 
Not doing rich guy things, doing unassuming things with people in his culture and all this other stuff. And these people have all these different ideas about, you know, oh, he's he's a prima donna, he's into this, he's into that. And they have all these different ideas about what he is. And it's all basically made up by the media. You know, well, we could watch the music that we play and all this other stuff, but we're not in that situation. We're, we're not in that place where this country of, of a liberty, where people are applauded for being individuals or being like or being like individual thinkers. That's not what it is. We're in the world of conformity. We're in a world of like how they've got the be- they've got the housewives of Dubai coming on. It's like you've got housewives. Got to get the whole world to be just as stupid as us. Exactly. We've got the whole world doing all these, all these like group activities and these group thought processes. So that way, when was the last time you saw anything about somebody that was unique? That was when was the last time somebody made a show and they said like you know this is what we want to do. It's like you know for example I guess the last time you could say when they had the, yeah the swamp people Mama June for example and then those people they all conform over the course of their shows so they want to be normal they want to be like everybody else so it's like we're not in a well, world they get where, dough, and so then they start to aspire to the same right, things that everybody else has right exactly you you get that you get in that lane you're in that lane so we're not in a world that aspires to individuality anymore it's not something that aspires to it and one of the things that that got me about the whole Kyrie thing is that when I look at the Nets they are the only team that's owned by a Chinese billionaire that makes his money in China. And you remember, Rob, a couple of years ago, it was a big deal with that. Who was it, the guy from Houston that came out and made the statements about China and their human rights and all of those things that they do in that country to make money? And then what happened? China boycotted the NBA and they shut them down. They lost down, a lot of money. And they lost a lot of money, Right. And Kyrie is a player that plays for a team that is owned by the only communist guy that makes his money with the communist regime in the United States. It's not so much that he does anything too bad. It's just simply the fact that he is unique and they don't want people who are unique in this world. It's not. Well, there's not. The education system doesn't make anybody unique. The education system doesn't push you off and give you the right tools. You guys familiar with Jim Cramer? He's a yes. financial analyst. A uh-huh. little bit of a frog, mm-hmm. but whatever. He's got some restaurants now. Yeah. But they were interviewing him the other day, and he was talking about the, this generation coming up. And he said, you know, everybody's talking about the rents, and they're never going to be able to retire and all this stuff. He goes, what I see is them drinking entirely too many $14 margaritas. Mm. Right, like, right. He's People like, gonna be point, broke, bro. People gonna be point, broke, bro. You have to yeah. learn to live within your means. At some point, exactly. you have to get the facilities to go. Oh, yeah, I really can't spend on that today because I don't got it like that. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants you know, to accept that. There's nobody, that. there's nobody educating you in that way, and everybody wants to. Everybody wants to live the life that they see on TV. Right, right. That's not that. Not having is not the reality anymore. You know what I mean? Having whether you have or don't have is the reality. Because you have you have to show that you have it, whether you have it or not. Right. There's no applause and there's no rewards for that way of life. There's no. There's... Well, there there actually is a great reward because peace is its own reward. Mm. You know, being able being able to sleep at night because you know you got everything covered is its That's own reward. Way, that, that ain't way shiny though. It, 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 it ain't shiny. It ain't it ain't nothing that you could put on the gram really. You're way out of bounds with that. Way too existential. You know, I had a cab driver today on my way from the airport. And he's like, where you come from? I was like, oh. I said, I'm coming from Dallas, but I'm actually from the Philadelphia area. And the guy said, oh, you must be rich. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I wouldn't say that. And he's like, no, no, you're rich. You're rich. And, you know, he goes into this whole thing about how it's not really about money. It's about health and happiness and as long as you have your happiness, as long as you have an appreciation for the things you have in this life, you are very rich. Mm-hmm. And that's not really a message that most people would, would dig or understand. 
Mm-hmm. Right. How do you know? get how do you get that from you being from Philadelphia? I'm not really from sure Dallas. Where, I'm not you really know, sure. I, where I didn't get all from. that. He got a he he had a he had an energy read I, on you that was like no other, huh? <laughs> I'm not really sure where he came with that. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was an interesting conversation. It was a good, you know, it was a good reminder. Um, you know. Yo, I was really talking important. to somebody about the same thing and I'm telling you something. Americans they had in that context we have been rich this far but it was all of it's all a facade meaning that it was all we we've been uh they've been paying for it or whatever okay and they've been paying for it with fake money mm-hmm. and now the game is over now people are going to understand what and when I say people, I'm talking about people who, who have no idea, uh, which is the majority of people right now, what real poor is. Mm, what, you know, right. living on where, you know, you don't poor ain't having air conditioning and an iPhone. I'm mm. telling you, that's not poor. If you have an iPhone, you cannot be poor. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got tools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can you can go make some money somehow. But but no, it's it's like what you guys were saying. I mean, that makes sense about the fourteen dollar margarita, and you know, because I know I just bought some within a week <laughs> at this motherfucking bar taco, you know, it was with, out with my wife and her friends. And I was like, damn, he said 14. I was like, God damn, I ain't buying no more than motherfuckers, you know, because the truth is I, I don't have it. Like when I think about what's coming down the pike, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I told a guy, I said, man, you can have a quarter million dollars sitting off right now. And you shouldn't be comfortable at all. Not at all. The only thing you should be comfortable for is thirty days or something. You know, uh, you know that, you, the, or, or whatever time period you put up. But you can't be comfortable because it, it's not going to matter, man. If everything, if the fucking cost of gas, ter- you know, and, which may never happen because it's political. But there's other shit that can go to ten dollars or such and such, whereas it was four dollars or such and such. Mm-hmm. Groceries, just that, and every rent, you know, and everything. When it really salaries are not increasing at the same rate, it's going to be some broke, broke motherfuckers, you know, and like it was, like there's been before, like 60s, 70s, you go to Harlem, you know, in different parts of the Brooklyn and the Bronx and stuff, right. mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you saw some, you know, Yo, frug- the, frugal the South Bronx in the late 70s. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Bombed out and depleted. I am here to tell you right now, I am not here to impress you Negroes, non-Negroes, Caucasoids, Hispanics, LGBTQ, non-LGBTQ. I am not here to impress any of you motherfuckers. If you see me walking down the street and I have a pair of sandals on and a ripped t-shirt, yes, that's probably me. Do I have more than $100 in my pocket? It's very possible, but I want you to think that I only have one. Because I'm not here for that. Because this world is completely and totally different. You know, the one conversation that I got into online this week where, you know, because I haven't been feeling well. So it's like when I'm not feeling well, you really probably shouldn't fuck with me because all the real shit comes out. You know, that's why I'm like very calm. And literally. 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 <laughs> yeah. For real. And I was talking and they were talking about um something with the with the depression and all that other shit. And I was like, and I just broke it down like I always did. Like, you know, two thousand and six I was doing mortgages, you know, they were flipping this shit, all this shit happened, X, Y, and Z, and they were telling people rent is the new home back then. And now, like, you know, two generations later, twenty years later, that doesn't even sound like a stretch because the people in two thousand and six were used to having shit. And now you motherfuckers in 2022 ain't used to having a motherfucking thing. So you can actually take that message and you can soak it in a little bit better, a whole lot better. Whereas people in 2006, they couldn't hear that message whatsoever. It was the end of the world. And a lot of people jumped off of buildings, popped themselves in the head and did a whole bunch of other different stuff that didn't relate to to moving forward because they didn't want to see it. They didn't want to experience it, whatever. And the new world is something different right now. And somebody asked me, like, well, what's going to happen in the difference? And now, like, moving forward, and I'm like, a whole bunch of fucking pain is what's about to happen. A whole bunch of pain for you people with this reset and everything. And if you have your identity 
dropped into chopped into these things and this all the stuff and if you love your man or your woman because of the amount of money that they bring in and they may not be bringing in that money pretty soon and everything that's not going to happen and everything I feel sorry for your relationship I feel sorry for your lifestyle I feel sorry for a whole bunch of shit Mr. Brooks I feel sorry for the people who got to watch you walk around in fucking sandals because I know you ain't getting no pedicures god damn I ain't getting no pedicures <laughs> you probably look like you should be hanging upside <laughs> oh, down from the tree overlapping toes and everything all types of shit B. I ain't cutting these motherfuckers I look broke. Daggers right. coming out, coming off the tip of his fucking sandal. I look broke as the motherfucker, and I want you to remember that shit. I am broke man. as the motherfucker. Oh, I ain't carrying a goddamn money. You see my afro? Deserves better than that, man. Clean it up. Let me tell you something, B. The closer I get, the closer I get during this pandemic to closing out deals and making money, the more I think about. Like you see this hair right now? I'm thinking about growing dreads. Oh, you growing your hair? I thought you had a helmet on. Man. I'm thinking about putting dreads in this. I'm, I'm thinking about growing. Now, dreads in this motherfucker word. and looking oh, like, you know, bean pie, I'm bean jealous. pie, bean pie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like it grow, some different grow, shit. If, if I could grow hair up here, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be crazy. Well, I'm yeah. thinking I'm actually thinking about doing it right now because like, yo, listen, I'm I'm not here for this for this. Whatever comes next is whatever comes next. You know, but we're, but like, you know, I'm not worried about all this other shit. Face tattoo, you think so? If I give me a face tattoo, I won't be able to make that money to keep it going. So I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to skip the face tattoo. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to make this money. Face tattoo is always a step too far. Yeah, that is, that's always a step too far. Uh, Yeah. Unless you're free. I got to listen. I I got enough, I got enough work coming in. I got enough work coming in that I should be okay during this pandemic. What everybody else has to do after that time, I don't know. That's on y'all and everything. But it's like, but my whole point is, though, the reason why is because I don't give a fuck about no $12 margarita. I ain't trying to buy no $15, $18 margarita. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep that shit. I know, man. That struck a chord with me, Rob. I'm glad you said that, man, because I'm talking about my mind. I've already been gearing up over the last year and stuff like, yo, I got to change all my fucking habits, you know, yeah, and, and it ain't to prepare for tomorrow. It really is just to condition myself to, to you know, just be spending different today. You know, I got other obligations and because of the inflation of everything, if you don't, if you're not careful, you, you don't have it like you used to because things cost more. You know what I'm saying? And, and Man, no, I'm telling. There's no telling what's gonna happen with this motherfucking housing market. But I'm telling. Yeah. I, I think it's just gonna be a scary sight five years from now. Yeah, the housing like market. You know, it's the housing market. The thing is, it, go ahead. The go ahead. whole thing is. So what? What is it? When we talk about what we have, mm-hmm. the question is, what is it that we that we quote unquote have? You right. feel me? Like, so that that want and need is what constantly gets us in these fucked up situations. Right. Right. Where you buying a $14 margarita, where you buying a Lexus that you can't afford, where you house rich, but poor as shit otherwise. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, so you got to get to the point where you don't need or want anything that in their hatred, they can deprive you of. Mm. That's freedom right there. Denzel in the boxing movie. Denzel in the boxing movie. Isolation. Isolation is the name of the song. Michelle in the gay on cello. I love her to death. Listen to that song. That's the lyric. That's the lyric. And when you also feel confident enough. And when you feel confident enough that you can put on your shaman ass chaps and walk through the halls of Congress and do whatever it is that you need to do. <laughs> and you have one. We've got a hard stop tonight, fellas. We've got a hard stop tonight, fellas. Like, yo, this, this motherfucker, like, it's hard to tell which first, the shaman ass chaps or the Kyrie Irving shit. Like, it's it's, it's hard to tell. Yo, hey, but, but I'm going to tell you, before it's all said and done, motherfucker. 
motherfuckers gonna live in squares, and in them squares, they're gonna have a community bathroom down the goddamn hall. And that's gonna be like the most affordable thing you could do in any type of metropolitan area where uh, you have to try to earn a living or something. And you bullets. Be right up in one of them goddamn boxes. And bullets gonna be expensive Did as a motherfucker because uh, that's gonna to be the you. way you handle. Yeah, I love that movie, I, man. I, I that's my it. shit right there, man. I gotta watch that's that. That's my man. shit. Yo. Oh, well, you haven't been in that environment, Grant. You'll appreciate some of it, man, but if you ever been in that environment, you would be screaming. What laughing, movie is this? What's the born in what's the born in what's the born in trouble movie Sorry suggestion for this week? Sorry to bother Sorry you. Sorry to bother you. Okay. It's done by this brother from Oakland named Boots Riley. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was a uh, part of the coup. Okay. He, he was the MC in the coup. Okay. Yeah. He um he did the music for it as well. And it, but it's it's interesting. Like it goes down the path that Gene is talking about. Okay. You know, they, they, there's this company that sort of provides an all everything solution for you. You know, people are jobless, people are hungry, and there's this company that provides this all everything solution for you, in which they house you, they feed you, you work right there on the grounds. Like it's, mm. you know, it's moving to, to that utopia. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. It's moving to that. I'm gonna tell you. I don't know if I told you guys on one of these broadcasts, but man, I've seen. You know, I had oh, I, oh, I got my place and I move in like July 15th, right? Rob's probably familiar with the city, Peachtree City, but I got a little spot down there, you know, and, you know, it's a little golf cart town and shit, you know, this, that, and mm-hmm. whatever. But anyway, during one, while I was looking, I saw two subdivisions, all brand new fucking houses put, built up, just built, not a goddamn one for sale, all of them for rent. Mm-hmm. Three, four, five bedroom houses, brand fucking new. They're called rental community. This is all new. Sh- this is the way the world is going. Now there are going to be certain people that can afford houses and stuff like that, but for the most part, it's going to come down to boxes. People are going to be in a box that they can fit in, and they're going to have a computer Little screen boxes. in front of Little them. Boxes. You know, and, and that's going to be their goddamn life. Rent is the new Rent is the new is the new own. In 2006, they started telling you about it, and in 2022, moving forward, this is your reality. My brothers from yeah, Atlanta. The market collapsed in 08. They oh. started taking over. They started, they started taking over. They started spending cash for them houses. That's it. From Atlanta. There was a story in the Times like two weeks ago. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Going in this goddamn show, John. Hard stop. Mr. Brooks is talking. He's got to get to work, though. <laughs> I'm still disturbed by all this shaman ass. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry, Rob. Kyrie shaman ass shaps. I'm sorry, Rob. Don't don't listen. You don't have Dude, to wear the like, shaman ass shaps. We might have to get the listeners to kick in for you. Get you some therapy, home. See why you keep coming back to shaman ass shaps. I'm telling you, cowboy. Well, I think we know. I you listen. I know why. I always kick back to it but if I if I say if I say it exactly what it is you want to talk about insulting people boy it's just like (laughs) I just (laughs) like you know I just think I just imagine that whole like you know how you how you go out in public speaking and they tell you when you go to a public speaking when you go in a public speaking class they tell you if you're gonna sit up if you're gonna sit up in front of these people (laughs) just imagine and you get nervous they say just imagine everybody naked. I just imagine that whole crowd on January 6th is wearing shaman ass chaps and just running up and it just makes me laugh because I can just see them all climbing up there. Yeah, democracy, democracy, the country, yay. Yay, we're seeing the country. The mo- I, hey, I imagine <laughs> the motherfuckers scattering like roaches after a few of them catch slugs. That's what I mean. Oh, imagine. man. <laughs> you know. See, this is why this is like cats like, you know, like Gene, you said that you used to be once like a American as American can be. And if I would have went down that path and I would have been a Marine, I'm telling you. I was an army soldier and I was a mechanic, so it wasn't nothing like that. It was just, you know, but I was a soldier and then a police officer. I was just bought into your your standard definitions of righteousness and culture and this and that and how, you know, know, uh, why, why, why Jesus was, why Jesus told us, you know, told them they could have a country, you know? Yeah, well, I believed them. Well, they can have it. <laughs> they can have it. But I'm telling you, they better be happy. They better be happy. They better be happy. It's not your boy because I'd be up there. I'd be up there in Congress right now. I'd be like, yes, I did say fire. And I told them reload. 
<laughs> reload. Keep reloading. I can't believe them cops kept their cool. They were their boys. They couldn't shoot their friends. Right. Looks like they cousins. Yeah. Now, one of them got nervous. Well, I guess the one that got nervous put a bullet in that lady. But now, one of the motherfuckers got nervous and just said, man, let me go ahead and bust a couple of these people in the head no, and see that, if they that, get off that, me. That one dude thought he was going to do his job that day. He was like, he gave her a warning. They busted in here. but bust the cap. And hopefully they're going to disperse. And that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Any of them. They, they, the white they people got angry. They were bullets. No, you got you got to probably aim at a white elderly man, and they can palate that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Well, some people, some people, you kill a white girl, it's a wrap. You know, I think I think some people wanted (laughs) this symbol of fertility. Goddamn it! Some people might have wanted that to happen. There were probably more guns in that crowd. There were probably more guns in that crowd than we'll ever know. But there was tons of guns. Oh yeah, oh yeah, from Detroit, Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful. That's right. Owner of City Wigs. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some. Now, I just wonder, did you name yourself that, or did those Amish girls name you that? Mr. Grant Lancaster. Well, you know. I don't know. Just you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't limit myself to Amish. Nah, they call no. the Amish girls call call them uh, uh, Big Brother Fire Chief. You know, Big Brother Fire Chief. That's the Amish girls call them. Uh, hopefully, people turn the show off towards the end. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> and from San Diego. Home of Ron Burgundy. Oh, I didn't catch that. Nice, Ron. You out there in that shit, man. And the news team. San Diego. That's right. 75 degrees. Year round. Mr. Robert Brooks. San Diego. Very good spot. Very good spot. Climate. Oh, it's so lovely out here. San Diego. In the wind from the ocean. Hmm. San Diego. So everybody, always smooth. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for carrying me through this episode. I'm still not 100. percent You know, but you guys are like, you well, know, always 200. percent Fortunately, COVID me. is intransmissible through the uh, through the screens. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe it isn't. Right. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. We'll get this afro going. Yeah. Born in trouble. Peace. Yeah.